Listen to Tom Waits all fucking night, but I gotta start the show. What's up, everybody? What's up? This is season four. What does it all mean? Podcast season four. Mr. Magoo is still with us, and he's still excited. Mrs. Bojangles is hiding in the little Grogu house. Yes. And every time I say the other cat's name, the other one gets jealous. But greetings, everybody. Happy 2022. Can't believe we've made it here. It's pretty amazing. But, you know, the world hasn't blown up. I'm your host, Jimmy Lewis. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. drinking Thai's tea if anybody uh, wonders you know that's why my teeth get yellow or should I say orange 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 but like everything you should have water with every whatever you're chasing down so how's everybody 
How was everybody's new year? We took some time off. We, I'm like fucking Gollum over here. <laughs> like in my head, I've got the show. You know, I'm like the, the fake Howard Stern over here in my head. You know, because I told you guys I love Howard. And uh, when, I, when I had uh, home studies, you know, uh, in high school, I would, I would just be reading all these books and taking these tests and I would be listening to Howard. So in the back of my head, I have this, this whole like, you know, I got like Fred over here working the, the sound, you know, with the sound effects. And I've got, you know, my sidekick, Mr. Magoo, who's kind of like Baba Booey. Just not as funny. <laughs> Eventually, once the COVID thing, you know, chills out, maybe I can get uh, some real people to be my, you know, real co-host. I have a friend, friend Brian, that lives not too far. I'd love to get him to co-host with me for a while. But anyways, what's going on? I didn't. I didn't think that this podcast would last at all. Uh, I did it because my friend Andy Von Six, she had a, she was doing a podcast and I was like, this is interesting. And now that we're all locked up, you know, in our houses more because the world changing, we all start adapting to new things. So, uh, it's been two weeks off. I've had two weeks off. I kind of missed everybody. I missed everything. I missed, uh, the, you know, the multiverse of Instagram and podcasting, which as we can see now is becoming more powerful and more, uh, relevant than ever. And, you know, when, when I first heard podcasts and, and these things, I was like, what, what is Apple talking about? What are these people talking about? And, and then I thought about it. Oh, it's just an open forum for freedom of speech, you know, and we'll get into the whole Joe Rogan thing because that's what's hot, right? You got to talk about what's hot, you know, and the Joe Rogan thing is definitely hot. And, uh, I think podcasts have become dangerous because there's really no way to censor podcasts, at least here, not in America, because, you know, it's a freedom of freedom of speech, right? Freedom of speech. But, uh, that's where it's interesting because you know when people are telling the truth, you know when people are coming from, you know, different angles and you can just go into any little podcast you want. You know, I'm sure there's podcasts about Legos. I'm sure there's podcasts about just every which thing. And, and now, you know, creativity and things have taken things to a whole new level, level where like whatever genre you might want to go into, like a Star Wars Lego podcast, I guarantee you can find that. And uh, it just makes things interesting. And it makes things um, powerful. And, you know, now I've got 4,000 or something people listening, you know, to the show, which I am thank every one of you. I, I thank every which one of you. You guys can DM me whenever you want with your problems, with your heartaches, with your with anything. I'm always here to listen to anybody, and that's no joke. Anybody that's a part of the, uh, the family here at any time, hit me up, you know? Because even though, yes, I like to talk about hot topics... I also like to uh, keep my friends alive and and make sure everybody's safe and, and living and, and trying to stay on the planet as long as they can, you know, because it just seems like 2022 
since 2020, it's just like things have sucked so hard. It's it's hard to just stay alive. You know, it's it's hard to stay alive. I know there's a lot of people that have been committing suicide and that just breaks my heart. I'm sure the creator of the multiverse is just like, fuck, I wish you guys would stop because I'm tr- I made this 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 pair this this cool place where you guys can do whatever you want. You can get into these Lego Star Wars Lego podcasts and there are all these infinite possibilities of what we can do, you know, and uh, it's sad when these people fall off, so whether you, someone's hurt you recently or whether you've uh, just been hurt by the pandemic or life, I'm fucking here for you, I'm fucking here for you, so cheers to life, cheers to making it to Betty White's age. Cheers to trust and hoping that people can be better. Because I've lost a little bit of faith. In, I've lost a little bit of faith in uh, the last couple of years, the last four or five years. But, um, you know, I think everything can change. And I think these podcasts are a way of changing them. Cheers, Antoinette. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. So I think these podcasts are definitely a way of, um, yeah, having a voice in this world. And whether you've got one follower, zero followers, or 4,000, speak your mind. So let's get into it. And and, and also the season before I get into it, we're going to talk about Legos. We're going to talk about cars. I'm going to talk about politics and religion. I might talk about that tonight because I did some... um, some questioning what you guys wanted to hear and, and my best friend Mike Otto definitely wanted to hear something about politics, politics and religion you know so I can I'll maybe get into that a little later but uh, let's get into the Joe Rogan factor okay so that's what everybody's talking about that's what just seems like is the biggest deal in the world and in the last couple uh, days I'll get you guys up to speed Joe Rogan you know uh, has a podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience, where I guess he has uh, said some some just crazy things. And uh, to me, when it comes to, you know, the pandemic, like I was talking about before, you know, I, I spoke about Joe Rogan in, I think, last season. And I saw that they were trying to silence him. And, and I say they as in Pfizer, because Pfizer owns the media companies, and uh, at that point, Joe Rogan was talking about horse tranquilizer and all this crazy shit, and they didn't want that, so uh, they tried to silence him, so I even put up a thing with an X of Joe Rogan through it and thought, like, you know, but then I did the research and saw, like, it's just, it was, like, the media trying to hold him back, and so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I see his little things up in, you know like everybody else, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I don't follow Joe Rogan, so then somebody else, we have this great walkout, you know, Neil Young and all these people leaving Spotify, and and personally, I fucking hate Spotify, I have for a long time, I, I have a band, I have music on Spotify, I've made absolutely no money on it, they've taken, you know, the plays and just, just given me .003 on every play, which is, think about that, on a cent. Point zero zero three on a cent. Okay, that's what everybody, sh- what should everybody should be talking about? How this guy kind of napstered everything, 
and stole everyone's music and really changed the course of music to where music is not what it could be today. Because there's tons of talented artists out there that I personally know that I've seen that just can't pay their bills and continue to play shows and to, you know, try to keep up the hustle of recording albums and making shirts and doing all this shit, you know. So all of these things all come down to what? Say Spotify taking away and not paying the, the uh, you know, the artists. And uh, that's what the big problem for me is. But also finding out that, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, I, I heard the audio it was crazy. This is, like I said, I wasn't anti-Joe Rogan until I heard this audio of him basically talking uh, about Planet of the Apes. And as soon as I heard that, him comparing some kind of neighborhood to Planet of the Apes, I was just like, dude, you know, if you, you said that at any point in your career, that's the first thing you should just come out and say. Just be like, dude, I've said some crazy racist shit that I am not proud of. And, uh... I'm sure he never thought that he was going to get 130 million viewers, and I never really think the, the dude on fucking Fear Factor really thought he'd have any kind of power, but that's the pull. You have Russell Brands, you know, you have the Joe Rogans, you have people that are just kind of telling it like it is, and so if, if Joe Rogan didn't go off on this Planet of the Apes and drop the N-word... I would still kind of be on board and say like, okay, well, his radical take on the pandemic is different. And if people want to follow his ways, well, fuck, only time will tell. And if people want to take Ivory Meckram and fucking die, that's their business. Personally, I don't. I got the vaccination. Uh, I haven't been boosted, but uh, I believe in science. I, and that's my personal, personal belief. And I believe that there's freedom of speech. I believe that people should have that personal belief of what they believe in the pandemic. And if the government tells you that you shouldn't believe that one way, fuck, okay. And you have someone like Joe Rogan from Fear Factor telling you maybe think outside the box. Is that so bad? No. Because at the end of this, we don't know. We'll only know in 10 years. But when you drop the racist card, when you drop the N-word, when you say that, you know... People are fucking from Planet of the Apes. You're just a goddamn loser. And uh, it sucks because I, I respected him on many levels because uh, he, he was a martial artist. You know, he's a martial artist, mixed martial artist. He said a lot of good things about Bruce Lee, you know, and uh, I've talked about that. <clears throat> so I just think he, you know, the, the fear in that man, that's where those things come from, where, where people say just horrible shit like that. It's just a fearful place. And so fearful that he's already lost, I think, 18% of the, the following on Spotify. And I dropped out of Spotify a long time ago because they never paid. So, as for Joe Rogan, man, I think it's the time has come. Either these people are really going to just start to fucking flock to him even more and believe the bullshit he's saying. And he's going to create his army to, to grow stronger. Or people are going to realize, like, man, like, <clears throat> is this the dude I'm going to believe? Like over scientists and, and just, you know, whatever else. So, you know, what side you guys are on, I don't care either way. Here's the, here's my co-host, motherfucking Brian, right here. Like I said, you I don't know if you heard earlier, but I said, once the pandemic's actually over, I want to, instead of my cat sitting there, which he's left, I want to have Brian just sitting right there. 
and, and me and you just talking about the shit right here. You know, I want to have you part of the part of the what does it all mean crew. That's no joke. So let's read what Brian Brian says. Rogan posted an apology for the Planet of the Apes story. He was seeing the movie in in, uh, in that story and for using the N word, just saying, "Oh, I know he apologized." Oh, I do. I know he apologized, but that's because he had to, because he has to save his career. That's the whole point. When people got to apologize and they got to come out, oops, I said the N-word, oops, I compared someplace, uh, a certain neighborhood to Planet of the Apes. Dude, you fucked up. And dude, he's like best friends with Dave Chappelle. I don't think that he's racist. I just think that he goes along with the narrative to shock and sometimes doesn't think about what he's saying before he speaks and that's a very dangerous road and I think uh, dude look I have my own podcast right I never want to give out misinformation about anything uh my personal opinion doesn't mean a goddamn thing uh I hope that I say things that try to influence good behavior instead of bad behavior you know and uh I think that's a responsibility, a social responsibility of having such things as as these podcasts. You know, if you have this freedom of speech, you should definitely be have some kind of responsibility to not tell people to go out and do stupid shit, you know? And because I feel that, you know, some people don't know. Some people don't know that you don't, don't do stupid shit, <laughs> you know? And it's so sad. Just don't do stupid shit. You see people dying all the time because they're just doing stupid shit. And you're like, and now we have all these rules. We have speed limits and stuff because people do stupid shit. So, uh, I'll be the Ed McMahon to your Johnny Carson. Yes, yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about, bro. I'm not even playing. I'm not even playing. Where are you at? Where do you live again right now? I keep forgetting. You're either in Irvine, Santa Ana. I think you're in Irvine. If you're in Mission, that's even better. Travis says, the biggest confusion for me is people will take ivermectin but not the vaccine. I completely agree. So me, personally, like I said, I've taken the, I have the vaccine, the vaccine and, and uh, here's a story. There's this lady that was in, um, I'm pretty sure it was Kaiser Hospital recently. She was 42 years old. She had COVID and uh, she demanded that she get the, the, the vaccination because, you know, she thought that that would help, but she already had COVID, okay? Uh, she died, and now her her family's suing the hospital for not giving her the vaccine, but she didn't have the vaccine, okay? Once, once you have the vaccination, like, once you have COVID and you have the vaccination, you see, like, th- that, that case isn't going to hold up because she should have been vaccinated. Uh-oh, hold on. What? Anyways, little cat coming in. So, you know, me personally, I um, I am vaccinated. I, I got the double vaccination and I got COVID too. I had COVID when it was, uh, when people didn't know what it was. And uh, I got it in 2019 and it fucked me up. And so it fucked me up so bad that I thought I was going to die. So when I thought I could get vaccinated, I did. I've told you guys about this. The whole first season is really about me going through the transformation of the vaccination and uh it fucked me up i got it though and i'm alive and uh, i'll tell you i come in contact with people that have covid all the time i dapped a dude that had covid this week i promise you okay 
and I don't have my booster. And uh, ironically, the dude that had the COVID ha got the booster. And he dapped me. He's like, I got COVID. And um, personally, I think just the mixture of me having the vaccination and COVID, I built up that immunity to, uh, to resist. And uh, I'm, I'm not, even when I dapped him, I didn't have my mask up. And I freaked out. I thought I was going to get sick. But I didn't. <clears throat> and the point is, we just can't be afraid. We can't be stupid. We can't go out there and, uh, you know, I'm not ready to party. I'm not ready to go to concerts yet. I see people are doing that. Good for you all. But me personally, I can't do it. I'm, uh, I'm waiting for the summertime. I think once the summertime comes around, then I think things, you know, with the sun coming back out, and even, even more or less spring, things will get better. And in saying that, you know, what, what they say is like with the Omicron, you know, it doesn't kill you, especially if you're, you're freaking vaccinated, it won't kill you. And then after that, if there are any more variants, they should be less and less and less, and this should start to taper off and we should have some form of hope. So there is hope in the future with all of this. So, uh, I think that's a good sign, you know, and, uh, I agree with Travis, like, People will try ivermectin, but won't, you know, try the vaccination. And uh, <clears throat> as for Joe Rogan, he lost me with the N-word. He lost me with the Planet of the Apes. Even with the apology, it just breaks my heart. Um, and like I said, I wasn't a big fan anyways. Uh, but I just, I wish people with podcasts would have a, uh, you know, a more, a better responsibility of, of uh, doling out information you know and, and I don't think he said that on his podcast by the way I think that was just some random clip I don't know the, all of it but I did hear it and it was it was it was horrible you know it, it's something like it came for, to me it just came from a place of fear and hate and I, those are the worst places you know like man get to know your fucking neighbor get to know like the people that you don't associate with you'll find out that they're just as fucking rad as you are you know, and I'm lucky because, you know, I grew up in Orange County where I got to see so many cultures and so many different people that, like, by the time I was 12, like, it made me want to travel the world and see where these people were from. And, uh, yeah. So, check out cultures. Don't be a fucking racist. <laughs> it's that easy, right? Check out people's lives. Because they're just as cool as yours. That's all I can say. So, alright. That's my Joe Rogan spiel. Now I'll get into the main topic. This is going to be really fun. You guys ready for this? <clears throat> the main topic's going to be... And we can talk about this too. It's, it's, it's politics and religion, right? My friend, my friend Mike Otto said... He said, let's have a show about politics and religion and I said okay you guys ready it's gonna be the shortest show show ever it's just about control that's it that's the whole thing politics religion religion was created to control people just as simple it's just like that so now we can get to the fun <laughs> let's get to the fun I'm glad you guys agree right and what's going on, Lisa? And what's going on, everybody? Coddle Warren. I'm so stoked that you guys are, are listening. And 
It's been a trippy week, you know? Oh, God. Listen to this. Sounds like a banshee, right? Yeah, you saw the Tesla tattoo. Heck yeah. I'll tell you a story about the Tesla tattoo. The cats are just screaming their asses off. Enough! 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 So, okay. So, I was getting a tattoo from this this chick. Sorry, my cats are fighting. Uh, so, I was getting this tattoo from this girl. Uh, her name was Cynthia. And uh, Massage MD, maybe 10 years ago. And she saw this tattoo. She was really mean to me. <laughs> she was like, she's like, I don't... Like, usually people... When I get the tattoo, they, they talk, you know? She was not talking. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on? And finally, she was like, she was like, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, you don't seem like the type of person that would like Hitler. And I'm like, Hitler, what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, you have Hitler on your arm. And I'm like, no, I don't. And I'm like, that's Nikola Tesla. And then to come to find out that her dad was a huge Nikola Tesla fan. And she was like, holy shit. And then... Then we talked and uh, we became good friends and she ended up hanging out at one of the parties that I threw in Laguna Beach. It's such a small world. Freedom, Brian says. Yes, freedom. 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 Yes, the cats are screaming about politics and religion. You know, that's the whole thing. It really is a a manipulative thing, you know? And it's all about that. Like, everything you hear, like... Everything you hear is just a big manipulation. And my friend Damien told me this this whole theory recently about the, the debt of even the debt of Jesus, right? Like and I've heard of this concept from just recently. And so basically I guess us as humans had like a debt to pay to God. Like we owed God something for maybe creating all this, so we sacrifice Jesus for the debt of humans. That's shitty, okay? That doesn't make sense to me, right? Like, you, you, like the higher power created this being, and this being was, like, supposedly radical, walking around helping people, doing rad shit, and you're gonna kill that dude and say this was in the debt of God? I don't, like, to quote Bono, right? The God I believe in is not short of cash, mister. And that's just fucking true, okay? The people that created God, the people that created debt, are humans, okay? We only create that to have some form of, what, trade and barter system? Do you think that really exists on multi, you know, functional levels? Fuck no. When I die, am I taking my credit and my money with me? No. These rules, they're there to, to fucking make you feel boxed in. These people that are, like, are gay, you know, say you have, you're gay, and you have these, these things telling that you're not supposed to be gay because the Bible or something tells you you're not supposed to be gay. That's all control, you know, because people fear fucking people, God forbid, being gay. There's nothing wrong with people being gay. There's nothing wrong with people being open-minded. There's nothing wrong with people being scared that this fucking life might end one day and God might not come down and save us all. That's fucking just it. We might just fucking die and go on the goddamn ground and nothing happens again. I don't believe that, though. 
I believe that we really get sucked into another black hole. All of our energy gets just fucking sucked into that black hole and all your karma and all your debt flies into that black hole. Like, yowk. And then you come out like a fucking phoenix on the other side, right? And you start all over. But what does it all mean, right? What does it all mean? Are we creating it? Are you and I creating it right now? Travis says religion is there to keep man in order. I completely agree with that too, you know? I agree with that too. I think on a, on a monetary level, I think that we have these rules so people won't murder and people won't monetarily go around going crazy. But I think they could have just, you know, wrote one one thing instead of that whole just thickness they could have one line right don't be an asshole that's it you know don't be an asshole and then you know i'll get really technical too you know they 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 broke down the bible right and the bible has four gospels right that we now know that there is like really um, there was something like a hundred and some odd different gospels, right? There, there really were. After they found the, the the Sea Scrolls, there was the the earliest conceptions of what the Bible was supposed to be. And when Rome came around, Rome took out all the extended versions of like the Gospel of Judas, the Gospel of um, just uh, John, like they took out these different gospels, right? Why do they do that? And I'm not sure, John. I'm thinking Judas and um, there's a whole bunch they took out. And when they did that, they created their own narrative. And that's where it became interesting because you have this Roman uh, society that's forming and they want to, you to believe that there was this one person that is indebted to all of you that you must serve and they you must bow down and pay them to control the vast society. And to keep everybody in order. And what happens if we're not in order though? Like are we really just going to be heathens and just dance around like pagans and witches and burn people? Because like at this point, fuck man, it's already happening. You know, after seeing what happened with these riots and you know, recently that went down and just the cities in the last couple years, shit just seems like it's Mad Max. And if we blame that on God and religion, it's just a waste of time. You know, I think it's just a, a lack of human understanding. And I think the more that we detach from religion, the more we respond on a human level. You know, think of how many fucking wars have been started from religion, you know? Like, we just left Afghanistan. Why? Because everyone's fighting the spiritual fucking bullshit war about God. It's not even spiritual, sorry. These biblical you know, gods, and, and they're all coming from the same spot, and to me, it just seems like very, um, old thinking, and it's gonna change, you know, sooner or later, we already know the aliens are fucking here, right, that's what makes everything so goddamn interesting, we already know the aliens are here, so, we can keep holding on to religion, which, you know, personally, I have my own spirituality, uh, I take from Buddhism, you know, I've read tons of Buddhist knowledge, uh, I've, I've read about the spiritual gospels that put the whole Bible together, and when you read all the texts that have been taken out of the Roman versions of the Bible, what you really get is the message is 
God is within every man and woman. It's within you. It's within me. And of course it is because how were the fucking flowers created? How was the sun created? It wasn't created through seven days of, of nonsense. It was created through the multiverse that we can't explain, but we try to through rationalization. And, uh, you know, when the aliens show up, it's definitely going to change things. And they are, they're already starting to. So it's fun. It's super fun. It's, it's cool because it's like, it seems like the end of, of the, the organized religions that's keeping us all fighting and the rise of the, uh, awakening of, uh, a spiritual consciousness that will elevate us into the galactic federation. And I know that sounds crazy, but uh, if you start reading what's coming out recently, all that shit's true. <laughs> all that shit's true. There's a Galactic Federation, and they're waiting for us to get involved. And uh, when we all stop fighting with one another, they're going to let us get involved. But that's why they're showing each other, you know, showing us each other with all these little, you know, um, videos that are being leaked. And all these things you see on people's cell phones now because it's time that we evolve. No man ever created life, only woman can bring life into this universe. I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. And this is just a, a, a theory, but you know, the, the black hole that I was talking about when you die earlier, to me, don't take this the wrong way, but right, like say we're dying, right? You're dying and you're being sucked into that vortex of, of life and ending birth of everything. And then you're, you're rebirthing through what the, another hole of consciousness, which would be another vagina, which would be a mother. You'd be coming out of a mother. So, but for me, what happens if on that whole other level on a, a whole, what if like Marvel, what if, what if, the mother in the next multiverse is, is the man. But none of that even matters because, you know, I don't think gender is really as important as we all think. I, I, I think once we die, I, I think our gender is just irrelevant. I think we, we blend into the cosmic um, ocean of um, just consciousness. And I don't think uh, I'm going to be James, this masculine alpha warrior <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm going to return to my childhood state of, you know, being, uh, you know, curious young boy or just curious young being that's ready to, to see what's going on in the next, uh, see what's going on with these comments. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tibetan Book of the Dead. Yes. I'm reading some comments, by the way. The Gnostic Gospels. Yes, Brian. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> See, if you were here, I would have got that. So when I, I, when you guys are writing the comments and when I'm kind of vamping like that, I'll be honest. I start to go into that third eye. You know, I don't even know the fuck I'm saying. I just start to, to get into that meditative state and uh, I almost kind of like go out. So that's why if I could have read your Gnostic Gospel, that, that would have totally helped. So... Thank you, Ed. Or Brian. So, uh... Yeah, what did Kurt Cobain say, too? It was like, 
there, there's a comment like that too about the mother uh, if there was a, a woman or if there was a something like whoever basically the whole term is whoever created the world was a woman you know it had to be but I forget what the actual term is cute cosmic dancer by T-Rex see okay where's Fred where's Fred we need Fred this isn't a whole thing it really is there is a, a, a version of me out there singing that somewhere unfortunately there really is when I first started to try to learn um, music, that was one of them. Yeah, so. Cosmic Dancer, huh? Here we go. Fucking Ed. Brian. <laughs> and that's it, totally. This is like to me. <clears throat> I, I feel like I'm a cosmic dancer for real and, and I'm sure Ed does too I'm sure Brian does too when I leave this body I'm not going to be you know I'm going to just be me and I think we we put these whole like society puts this whole you know these rules on what you have to be guys can't wear skirts girls can't do this dude we can do whatever man like I think of the world like kind of like <clears throat> like a second life. If you guys ever played that game Second Life where if you want to, you can dress up one day as like, you know, a, a, a bear, you know, a costume like a bear, you know, and, and why not? Next day you can be you or you can be whatever you want. Nobody should judge. Don't be an asshole. That's the whole Bible I'm trying to write. Don't be an asshole. It's so short. There's no T-Rex. We don't get Mark Bolin because his life went by like that. It's weird to think, you know, when I'm done with this podcast, like, think about this, guys. I'm never going to shut this podcast down. So when I'm dead, it's going to outlive me. How fucking weird is that? This podcast will outlive me. That is the strangest thing. My best friend that passed away last year, he has an Instagram page. It'll never go anywhere because he never had anyone tell him not to you know, not go anywhere. So like, it's a trip. Caudal Warren says, try to be kind. People are caring more than most can see. I definitely agree. I think the small acts of kindness are, um, check this out. If you guys do this, like the, the small, the small acts of kindness. I read the art of uh, happiness by the Dalai Lama uh, on a plane coming from Los Angeles to New York for the Tibetan Freedom Concert. And I remember clearly it's just said, you know, put people before yourself. And I remember getting off the plane, seeing this lady opening the door and it was nothing. I just opened the door for this lady, but I wouldn't have done it before because I was just being caught up in the ego. 
But since I did that, that lady realized not only was I opening the door, but I was looking in within myself and putting my putting her within in front of me. And when I did that, we created this moment, which created this love, and and I got to show this lady that, that I loved who she was, and I didn't even know her, and that was a part of the whole creative consciousness, you know. So. Um, I still talk to my dad and my brother-in-law in their messages, uh, Lisa says, um, on Instagram and Facebook, they both have passed. Holy shit. Yeah. So my friend Karen, uh, she was one of my just best friends and, and, and like she passed away of cancer probably like 13 years ago. What do I have left of her? I have those Facebook messages and I have the first conversation we ever uh, talked about where she sent me a video of me looking like Nicolas Cage in this vampire movie, okay? And I remember that because why? I go back to it. I'll never forget it. Uh, my best friend Julian, for the longest time, uh, he left me this message on um, just like a te text message. I never deleted it. Uh, it, it unfortunately, you know, uh, it unfortunately got deleted, but I remember like everything it says. Uh, another thing, like I had this mixtape from my friend Sierra and, uh, she, uh, she passed away and the, the mixtape got so messed up that I had to create a playlist. Okay. Of what was on there by memory. But since I had listened to it so many times, I, I like, I knew that like what it was. And I can still tell you Journey, City, City, uh, like, no, Lights by, by Journey. Um, you know, there's a Pearl Jam song. Like I can just tell you and, uh, that's it, you know, uh, we have these weird multiverse things to keep us, you know, together and I'm sure it does connect us in a weird way you know and I think once we're on the other side a little part of uh you know the people that we you know try to 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 talk to you know your your dad your brother my grandfather my my grandmother and the people that I love Robert fucking Sierra I'm sure that they get the you know when we get the tingles on the back of our, our uh, deal? When the hairs stand up? That's them. That's them. Everybody, explain the fucking, explain that to me, okay? Right? Explain the tinglies. You're just telling me there's a place in my brain where like, oh, just because I think of somebody, like, they're going to fucking explain? No. Really, what's happening is you've created with them on the multiverse somewhere else and they're tingling too and they're like fuck who is that oh lisa's lisa's talking to me and, and they might not remember what lisa is in that form but they remember what that that energy is and they remember that love and i think that's what i've been learning through this podcast is that love is the foundation for everything and, and i don't know why i think when we hold on to love as much as we can and just believe that love will fucking push us through to all the bullshit, all the pain, because there's so much pain in life, right? Ed McMahon, tell me about it. It's just fucking, it's, it's painful, you know? 
It really is. You think you can trust people. I was watching the 90 Day Fiance or before the the, the before the 90 Day. I'm not going to try to to get too much off the subject. But like this dude who is like this total fucking just total I can't even explain this guy. He will never take off this hat. He 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 could ne- if he was in America, he would he I can't see him hooking up, okay? So he hooks up with this really cool chick that's from a different country and he takes pictures of her and fucking sends these pictures to his ex-girlfriend to brag about man like and this girl trusted this dude okay to me that breaks my heart because like i'm watching the show and i could see that moment where that trust was all broken and i'd recognized that so much and even though it's a shitty like just stupid show on television i could still see the lack of trust from two human beings. You're trying to get close to somebody and all of a sudden they just fuck you over and then the trust is broken. You know, and and I think trust and love and communication and honesty are the real uh, messages through everything. Those, those things are more important than any religion, any politic, anything. Anakin fucking... I wouldn't have killed all the people he killed if there wasn't politics and religion. If he would have just stuck with love and not fear, you know? Because what happens? Fear leads to the dark side. And once we start, you know, leading towards fear, everything gets all crazy. Well, there's a whole bunch of whole bunch of comments. Uh... Lisa says, I know they're still with me. They are with you. And that's the thing. The, the, the people that, that pass, I'm not even being cheesy with you. Like I told you that the goosebumps, but they, they live in our multiverse, right? And this is where it gets even weirder. What the fuck is the multiverse? They starting to say that our thoughts are creating the multiverse. Well, okay. Well, if our thoughts create the people that passed away, that means that our thoughts are going somewhere where they are. So once we pass away, we'll be with them as well. So there's really nothing to fear. Because I think we all fear death in a sense. I know I do. I'm not going to lie with you guys. I fucking fear it. Even though I want to be, you know, humble and tell you that, like, I want to die like George Harrison sitting in a room with the light rating out of me and having my whole fucking family there telling me I'm great. <laughs> it's all, I, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, I, I want... To just know that my karma is in the right place, my heart's in the right place, that I've kept people at least as humble and as, you know, grounded as possible with without, you know, losing any sense of of being, if that makes any sense. You know? But I definitely think what's what's Ed what what's Ed say? What does Brian say? Love is the eternal light of the heart. I agree, and I think that our heart and our head is somehow connected to the light source of the sun, which I can't really fucking tell you which is is past that, right? Because we like grow with the sun. We're connected to the sun. If we don't have that sun, we don't exist. So that sun to me is definitely power. And I feel that it's a good power. And I feel that there's love radiating through that, 
that that energy you know and I, I do feel when we die it's it, everything's just going to reverse like like everything that's black is going to just turn to white you know and all the racists are going to just turn around and go whoa everything's flipped <laughs> right so uh one b two x's beautiful my my great uncle passed away recently and when he was on his death door he was calling out relatives names and even some of his friends long ago that passed my aunt confirmed those names yeah see that's why i want to have my shit together before i die uh you know i i i, I truly believe that when you're on death's door everything that you've done, if you haven't made, you know, your karmic principles or, or you haven't reached out and told those people, Hey, I fucking love you. And I'm sorry for what I've done. You know, you should just because the, the older you get, you're just going to have these regrets, you know? And I don't know if you, any of you guys have watched the, the playboy, uh, HBO documentary, but Jesus Christ, uh, the dude from Soul Train blew his head off. Why? Because he was a really crazy, evil person and, and just built up all of these horrible things in his head like the dark side. So, you know, depending on what karmic value you, you know, you know, say you do a whole bunch of good your whole life. You're just trying to help people, open doors, show love. You know, you're, you're not going to blow your head off at the end of the day because you're going to be getting high off of helping people. You're going to get high off of opening the door for that lady. You, you physically get dopamines from helping people, right? When you do the opposite, it's the fucking dark side. You know, Don Cornelius was the dark side. He locked two women in a fucking room for like three days and he drugged and tortured them. That creates ripples in your brain that, that start to be like Palpatine, which is the emperor, okay? And we're going to talk about dark Plagueis and the emperor and the dark side versus the light side and this is just kind of it as soon as you make moves like that there are consequences to your action there just are you can't think that you're gonna fucking rape people and get away with it you know what your, your cheap one you know two three days might get you off somehow but fucking karma it's going to come back and make you blow your head off and make you not be able to get through your day, you know? And, uh, that's why I just spread love, you know, spread love, be cool. Don't be a dick. If you're, if you're into, into religion and it's helped you through, you know, things like alcoholism or whatever, and you need that guiding light, do it, you know, do whatever it gets to make you be a a better person. I, I just know that, uh, religion is kind of, um, they said this, uh, when, when, uh, when we were hitting like the early two thousands, religion just started to really, uh, go down. People didn't buy it as much, you know? So it's a different world. So, uh, Caldo Warren said, I saw my dad reach up and taking an entity above when he was dying. Yeah, see, that's the, that's the thing. I was talking about George Harrison, how he was in a room with all the, the his, lo his loved ones. That, that's what I heard. He was like in a room and this light came and took George. Why? Because he was a great being. Your dad was a great being. Like, 
I really feel that, like, even though there are a lot of shitbags, like the Joe Rogans that we we're talking about, and these these people that really, the Trumps, the, the people that are really trying to, to, to be the emperors and trying to fuck up the multiverse, I feel there's a trillion more of us that are pulling out our lightsabers going, hey, bullshit, okay? This is love. This is compassion. This is no more racism no more fucking judging people for whatever they may be doing this is 2022 it's time to wake the fuck up it's time to wake the fuck up and evolve before the aliens come here and make us their goddamn slaves which they're ready to do and i know that sounds crazy but they're ready to do it i have a feeling if we don't shape up quick we're gonna be fucking slaves we're gonna be learning you know but anyways, I definitely think, uh, sounds like you have your program together, right? Don Cornelius from Soul Train. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen the HBO, I think it's HBO, uh, Playboy. Holy shit, Hugh Hefner was a, just dirtbag. Playboy was just horrible. The whole thing was just a calamity of just sick individuals trying to manipulate women and trying to just hold them down while pretending that they were trying to help the sexual culture at the time. It was disgusting. The worst part about this this uh, documentary was uh, there was a, a feminist on this show with Hugh and Hugh just kept calling her girl. And you know, she just stepped in and said, hey, I'm not, a, I'm not a girl and don't call me a girl. The reason he called her a girl is because she was a woman and he wanted to put her in her place and that's just, says so much about that 50s fucking mentality that gross dinosaur mentality that's gotta go that's still in politics still in the worlds with you know these old-minded fucking people we have 80 year old people in office we have all these old fuckers that will never leave so it's not giving us a chance to thrive but guess what in the next 10 years or so they're all gonna die okay and whether they like it or not, the Gen Xers are going to fucking be here cleaning up the pieces going, all right, it's a new world, okay? And as long as you're not an asshole, as long as you're not a dick, we're going to just, we're going to get ready to evolve into the next, you know, way of life and try to live the next hundred years peacefully and not try to harm anything in the process and hopefully join the Galactic Federation. That's the whole point, you know? Let me read some more comments. I only got like three more minutes, guys. Holy shit. Only three more minutes. Only three more minutes. Let's, I'm gonna have to put on some George though because we were talking about him. Uh, we got Peter Badwell. He says, hey buddy, remember the comment about the toy yachts to save the oceans? We got it pulled from CNN's comments. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. CNN protects the super rich. Jeff's yacht. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should be turned into toy yachts to save the oceans. Yeah, I, it's amazing that these rich can just do it. I totally know what you're talking about, Peter Badwell. Yeah, how he's trying to take out that bridge because he's got money. So the super yacht, it, it's an... It, Oh, it's it's crazy the people that we look up to these days. I don't look up to Bezos. I don't look up to Elon Musk. I don't look up to any of these billionaires. I still look up to George Harrison. I still look up to Tom Petty. Uh, I still look up to to Yauk, Beastie Boys. <laughs> you know, I I, I listen to uh, I listen to music. 
uh, music tells me the truth. I've been reading a lot lately, guys. Uh, quickly, because the show's coming to an end. I'm reading Thrawn right now, and uh, this is a great book. Uh, this is this is you know th this guy's what? He's he's blue, and he's from you know what's he in a dark side? You know he's he's on the Empire. He's on the bad side, but inside it, there's a good side of this dude. And he's just on the bad side because he's trying to help his people stay alive, even though they put him in exile. So we all see things from our own perspectives, but everything is relevant to our own worlds. So thank you guys for listening. It's been fucking amazing. Are you ready to be the planetary citizen? I definitely am, bro. I'm ready for this. And thank you guys for listening. May all of your loved ones live with inside of you forever. May your dads, may your brothers, may your grandfathers, everybody stay in your psyche and soul forever. Because they do live with inside of you. And every time you get goosebumps and every time you want to cry, they're on the other side crying and feeling the goosebumps as well. I love you guys. What does it all mean?